Welcome back to Radio Lumi. I'm Ramya Amudin here with audio description service provider Rebecca Singh, and we're ready to introduce our next Radio Lumi project. New Monument for its world premiere tonight on CBC Gem. New Monuments masterfully teams up internationally recognized IPOC Toronto talent working alongside homegrown talent in a fully collaborative space where live performance meets film, while featuring a wide array of dance styles, ballet, street style, contemporary, all coming together as one. Directed, conceived, and developed through a distinctly IPOC lens, New Monuments asks us tough questions. Do the statues that adorn our public space uh, speak to values that represent us as a city and elevate our values of freedom and diversity? Should they be dismantled piece by piece? What are the new standards that define us and which ones should make the cut? And then what New Monuments does is proceeds to answer these questions by imagining a future world where racist monuments don't exist, they no longer exist, and where epoch art and activism continues to seamlessly intersect. On the shores of Lake Ontario, over 40 dancers from across Toronto take us on a cathartic journey of purpose from the beginning of colonization to a more hopeful and equitable future. Creative direction is by Toronto iconic Grammy-nominated and multiple award-winning director and installation artist Julian Christian Lux. New Monuments was curated by Ambarine Agnette. Lead choreographer is Tanisha Scott in collaboration with many local um, choreographers. And the director of New Monuments is Karen Chapman. New Monuments premieres on CBC Gem tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, CBC Gem. And we will be streaming this content on Radio Lumi. And to help us set up this experience on Radio Lumi for a fully audio experience is Rebecca Singh, audio description service provider. She's also the audio describer for the CBC version of New Monument. So we're very excited to chat with her today. She'll be setting us up. And Rebecca, before we get into uh, our pre-show notes and some of the descriptions that you wanted to give Radio Lumi listeners before listening to the New Monuments uh, film tonight, I want to talk to you a bit about background for you as a describer because New Monuments is a dance film. So I wanted to ask you, what do you love capturing when you experience dance as a describer? Well, one of the really important things is to understand what the story is, what the piece is trying to convey. So it's too short of an answer, but that's what I like to capture. I like to capture the story and I actually enjoy it, the pursuit of figuring out what that is um, because sometimes dance can be so very abstract and the words that I might be using to um, or want to use to describe it um, might be n- not at first thought, accessible. I really have the opportunity to go more deeply into concepts. And sometimes, um, and in this case, it is one of those times, I have the opportunity to actually talk to the choreographers and the people, and you know, sometimes the dancers that are working on the piece and get an insight about how to break down very specific movements um, 
in, in, in a way that then also captures the story of what's going on. So I really, I really like that I can sink into the description and the whole experience of um, understanding this, you know, what, what a certain gesture, a certain move or a repeated set, set of moves might be able to offer. Right. So in this case, you're very much a part of that collaboration and making the the image, the vision that these creators have from New Monument into uh, the experience for people who are blind or low vision or want to have this all audio experience because, of course, they have this vision, right? And that vision comes out on screen, um, but does it come out to the ear? And that's where you come in. Yeah, absolutely. And especially on this project, you know, um, as many companies have been uh, doing the whole pivot, the COVID pivot, like changing their projects um, and and making them more accessible and available in a, in a digital format, uh, because this is a dance film, it does have, well... Okay, there are parts of it that do have roots in liveness, live performance, things that are happening in real time. So I was able to take the skills that I had from describing sort of live performance where you have to move people from one, maybe even it's a tableau from one thing to the next, but also be sure to impart that sense of story. And so with this film, I was thinking, I was like, this is not... A it's not just description, it's an audio version of the film. So that's what I was going for. And that's what I hope people can appreciate. And, you know, hearing the described version that we that we'll listen to is I am trying to offer, you know, the the, the full story, the full film um, in audio. Yeah, and I love that because um, I'm <laughs> I'm a huge advocate of let's start from the beginning, you know. Uh, yeah. The um, the integration of access and all that. Let's start from the beginning. So yeah. when a project is at its baby steps um, and and really from the ground up to put in the thought process of what that's going to look like for. Uh, you used audio experience, but in general for an accessible experience for um, all kinds of people. So mm -hmm. I love that you said that was part of the process for you to to bring that about in New Monuments anyway, not just description, but a full audio experience for people. And then do you feel like that makes it, maybe different isn't a word, but a separate project altogether, or does it come in collaboration to become this big thing? Well, if I compare it to audio describing something or, or provide just being a, a providing a described video, um, this I would say I've, I've I've really taken much more time, you know, um, and you need that time, and 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 I I, I was in in consultation and in communication with the local choreographers um, to understand what they were what the story of their of their section of the choreography was and i really took the time to watch the piece as many times as i needed to watch it um to find where the moments were where i could make sure that that story um was upheld and rebecca the choreography itself did you find 
and this is more of a generic question for you, not just uh, new monuments, but as a describer, do you find that choreography is a, a, a bigger beast to handle than other kinds of descriptions, you know, still images come to mind or, uh, you know, film without choreography come to mind. Is choreography something that um, you kind of go, okay, the, the thought process is different or the terminology being used is different because it's dance, right? I mean, we don't necessarily <laughs> have to talk about dance when it comes to choreography, but dance choreography specifically. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't have the vocabulary for every move and every type of dance. I think it's important to be specific. I think that audio description um, users and, you know, people listening to describe video uh, want detail. So in order to give that detail, it's important for me to figure out what kind of words I use for energy. One of the things I uh, my intention setting out on 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 this kind of a process is to build up my vocabulary to look at different types of energies. Some energy words are fast, some are slow, some are um, some continue on. Um, <clears throat> so there's this kind of new sort of special set of vocabularies that I also kind of rely on and try and build um, so that. So that things can happen in real time. So I'm I, I'm not saying you know here a brief sentence and then silence for you know as, as you may hear some breathing or something like that for for a long period of time. Right. Um, yeah, I, I need to have that vocabulary in order to say something. Otherwise, it's just sort of these repeated words. And um, there's the aspect of music and the musicality of the piece as well that I try and like I especially in this piece oh you're gonna it's it's a treat for the ears absolutely so there's that musicality as well and how does my voice fit in with the musicality um um all of these sort of, sort of things come together so i don't want to be working against what's there as the story or against what's um what the musical experience is because that resonates for for the listener as well as it does for the viewer like the the the, the sound of breath the sound of um, music the way the body movement connects to the music it all is one big package yeah there's so many things in there that I want to touch on because um first of all I think it's incredible um, and fascinating that it's the the energy that you're trying to portray you know when I was thinking vocabulary I was thinking okay what is that what's a pirouette and how do we describe it but you're mm-hmm. um you're also talking you know the feeling right the the emotion the um what it invokes to people who are listening or viewing new monuments and that is I think it's something like less tactile but also super important because when people are seeing that's what's happening um when i'm listening to music you know a lot of what's going on is just the way that my body reacts to what i'm hearing right and so if there's that automatic disconnect because someone is not able to see uh, what's happening on screen and then what you're doing is is bridging that gap but also really saying okay this is uh do you feel like it's kind of subjective or like you put yourself in it what it does for you and you're you're portraying that to the audience or is there something a bit more broad well i think 
I think it, it it depends on what kind of like what kind of access as the describer I have because I'm on an access journey too, you know, in 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 my own way in terms of like trying to um uh go uh, past the surface level, right? So if I'm able to, um, if I'm able to understand why somebody is looking at the ground, or you know, when a new character comes in, or you know, or or people are dancing in sync and then they're not dancing in sync. If I have a sense of why that is happening, be it because there is a representation of, you know, energy maybe moving from the ground to the sky, or maybe um, there is an idea of unity behind a group of people moving together as opposed to moving separately, or maybe those people individually are making a shape that means something all together. If I can understand that, then I, then, then, you know, then I can offer you that and, you know, get you further, <laughs> you know, along the way to, um, to be, to, to being able to read that as you experience the piece. Um, if I don't have those ins on my access journey, if I'm not giving, given information or if I'm not given, um, if I can't get the time, you know, to properly, uh, to, to properly do the research, for example, you know, understand some concepts, there's always something to look up, uh, then, then I, I, it, it does, you know, then I'll always do my best, but, you know, um, it's not as rich. Yeah, and I think that's you're kind of talking about about the balance of explaining and expressing, right? The there's a lot of stuff that is um, choreography or movement that you're explaining to the listener. This is what's actually happening on screen, um, and then there's a lot of the other part of it, which is just you know, can you feel what I'm saying? Um, so that is, it's great for me when I hear. Um, even if it's not necessarily a dance film, but you know, there's that those moments uh, where there is the musicality, and and if people are in touch with it already, then it's just that that bonus, right, to have um, someone really move you with description. So that's incredible. I, I want to get into some of the the actual um, description or notes that you have for us to help us set up for new monuments. So. The film begins on at, at dawn on the shoreline of Lake Ontario. So Lake Ontario is a very large lake, and the far shore is not really uh, visible. Um, it's dawn, and at a beautiful time of day where the sun, which is becoming, uh, which is just about to peer over the horizon, is um, lighting up the sky with uh, a very gentle pink tinged light and reflecting that on, on the very calm lake as well. The water is relatively flat. Um, at one point, there is uh, some birds in the distance. I think it's uh, a family of geese. Um, and we are introduced to the piece in that moment with the sun rising. 
During the course of the piece, we see the sun become a mid-morning sun, rise, beat down from high overhead. It's a sunny day. Um, it's also uh, early fall. So, um, you know, so the sun does get hot, um, but it's, it, you know, and the trees are green. Um, then uh, night slowly begins to fall. We go through dusk and then um, and the darkness of night. Uh, the lake itself is populated with uh, animals. And um, for the most part, we're at that lake with a, the exception of a section in a, in a green clearing. And we are uh, on a section of beach. So the section of beach would be maybe the size of half a school gymnasium or maybe a full school gymnasium. So not that large of a section. For the most part, we are, uh, our view looks onto the lake. So we're just going in that one direction. In terms of the dancers, so there's 10 different choreographers. Uh, we have choreography, which is um, uh, contemporary choreography. Uh, we have choreography, which is inspired um, by martial art for example, uh, with hip-hop inspirations. Uh, we have classical Indian dance-inspired choreography, ballet, classical ballet. We have um, uh, jazz dance, tap dance. There is Afrofusion. Uh, there is hip-hop-inspired dance. There is indigenous traditional or ancestral dance. There is um, also sort of contemporary dance forms, which are a fusion of so many things <laughs> that um, I'm going to leave it to the description. So you have all those different dance styles. The costumes are, for the most part, a jumpsuit. A jumpsuit in different colors. Ten different groups, 10 different colors. That's sort of the big picture. Um, the uh, Indigenous peoples that are uh, participating in the film sometimes do have um, ancestral garb. There are, um, when mentioned, ribbon skirts. There is a bandolier belt, which, which is a beaded side satchel that goes across the chest. There's also a conical hat, which is sort of a bamboo hat. Many people have um, perhaps experienced those. Uh, they, they have also been worn um, in uh, countries where um, people work in rice paddies, for example. Uh, they provide shade with that cone shape. And there are many different hairstyles. There are a lot of braided hair, a lot of hair out of the face. Some of those um, hairstyles are traditional. Uh, there's some really interesting um, uh, touches and uh, that I that I found out about through conversations with um, the creative team. So there's a section of um, uh, representing people who have uh, come on a boat uh, from Africa um, as part of the slave trade. Uh, there are uh, beads in some of their hair. Uh, had a really interesting conversation with the uh, director who explained how uh, seeds were transported that way. Different groups wear different types of shoes. So we have ballet shoes, we have army boots, we have um, sort of dance slippers, uh, we have high top 
uh, like runners, and we have people in bare feet. Um, the characters who uh, who appear and do sometimes wear their ancestral garb also have uh, face markings. Um, I believe they actually change in numbers. So some would have uh, like four or three or four dots uh, striped across their cheek. There are little touches and elements in everybody's choreography and um, everybody's section. Things are braided into people's hair sometimes. Hair is wrapped sometimes. And another thing that I'll just mention, there's one main and object which... um, uh, wouldn't surprise anybody. So the piece is called New Monuments. Um, there is the podium for a monument. That podium itself has a base. The base is about the size of two cars. And uh, built on top of that is, uh, so it's it's got two steps on the base. It is a rectangle with cornered sides. So it's actually an octagon. And built on top of that is uh, another smaller structure about three people can stand on it, standing um, side by side relatively comfortably. So another thing that I really want to mention is the piece itself is broken into sections. Now, I am able to read out the title of each section, fortunately, um, during the described video of the piece, but I wanted to flag for radio listeners, that there's actually a paragraph of text which appears underneath the title on each of those title pages that only show for about three seconds and will only play for three seconds um, during the the described video listening that we're, we'll be doing. So uh, what I've, I've done is uh, made sure that the text that's on those title pages will be available and screen reader accessible on the Luminato Visual Stories page. It is contextual information. It um, illuminates what each chapter is about. It can totally be experienced after the fact. In fact, the idea is uh, that there is an educational component to all of this and um, that you continue to engage with the piece afterwards. So I would highly encourage uh, after the piece um, to check out the the text on the visual stories page, which will give you more um, uh, insight into each of the sections that we'll experience. That's Great, Rebecca. This is so um, amazing to get these pre-show notes, uh, you know, things that you couldn't get to in the description of the actual uh, film and, you know, making that theater reference too really takes us back because we're not in theaters right now. As <laughs> but, um, Rebecca, before we wrap up here and get to uh, streaming the CBC uh, gem version of uh, New Monuments, the premiere, I should say, of New Monuments on CBC Gem. Just wanted to touch on the fact that New Monuments is contemplating the changing notions about who should be memorialized and who should not. That's the the concept behind this uh, incredible film. And, you know, if we're talking about celebrating the people of our times, I think of youth and climate activists, our healthcare providers and um, frontline workers. You can really tell that it's the last two years that I'm talking about, but of course, disability activists, art workers. And I just wanted to get your final thoughts on what this is like, you know, the days of iconizing people and having monuments of uh, the people of the past. 
it might be over. And I feel like the celebration feels now a little more intimate, that the world feels um, like it's a lot of different parts rather than just one huge thing. Yes, absolutely. I think we have unity. It's a different type of unity. I think one of the things that's interesting about the film is we have actually not had and I say this as a person in the arts, but there is a, f- a feedback that comes through artistic interpretations of what is happening in our real life, um, news and things like that. So I am going through the process of being a theater person uh, who is used to seeing shows that are that discuss political issues that make me think that you know um, offer opportunities for discussion at intermission. Uh, it, all of that stopped, and there is a reconfiguring that's happening. Um, Also, this uh, idea of being able to gather together to have these conversations. I think with this festival, actually, uh, there are some of that gathering is is sort of happening again. Uh, We're entering into a new phase, and now it's different. But I I feel like that piece that was missing, um, the gathering together, and um, and the examination of our lives through art may be becoming more defined in this new era and this piece is one of uh is one example of how they're defining what the new conversation can be moving forward Rebecca, thank you so much. Thanks for the conversations as well as the uh, descriptions really setting us up for tonight's experience of New Monument. And we will hear you, of course, on the stream that we're going to have on uh, Radio Lumi of New Monuments premiering on CBC Gem. So thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ramya. Audio description service provider Rebecca Singh set us up for New Monuments and is the audio describer of New Monuments on CBC Gem tonight, which is what we're going to be hearing next on Radio Lumi, uh, co-produced by R- Luminato Festival Toronto and Canadian Stage on Radio Lumi. This project can be found on the CBC Gem app, audio described by Rebecca Singh, and more information can be found on the Luminato website. A quick heads up that there are commercials interspersed within our new monuments experience as this is coming straight from the CBC Gem experience and those commercials are not described. Uh, The rest of new monuments is described but the commercials you'll be hearing are not. Here we go with new monuments on Radio Lumi. (laughs) 